0: Can you work seriously with us tonight, Cameron? While we look like this,
1: look at like our yeah, strip.
2: Look at you. We'll be good. Can
1: we put a <laughs> pore strip on you? Come
2: no, on, please. I don't need it. I'm beautiful.
1: Come on, please let me put <laughs> I a know, pore strip. No fucking way. not I won't, I not won't ask to squeeze your face if you let me put a pore strip on your nose. Nothing like no. a pimple squeeze, is there? I know. We I love don't a know good why I want to do it because it is. It's everything about squeezing pimples. Is everything that makes me want to gag and vomit in my mouth. Like, people can't talk about boogers. I can't see kids with boogers <laughs> because I, I want to puke. But when it comes to squeezing someone's past out of their body...
2: Give me all I'm, that pus. I'm
1: cool. It's I'm fucking cool. disgusting. I'm <laughs> cool with that.
2: Yeah. something wrong with this.
1: Can I please... No, no. Do you know what's wrong? People that watch pimple popping... That's me. ...clips on, on YouTube, that's... That's me.
0: Oh, do you even like the pages? Oh, that's disgusting. Love I would a good never subscribe pop. to a pimple uh, popping page. You're not normal then. No,
1: I've <laughs> had a morbid curiosity about it and watched about five seconds and gone, nut nah, can't do it. I feel like if I don't know you, I can't squeeze your pus, and I can't watch your pus being squeezed. I sit there and
0: then when it's like a shit pop or it's like, oh, come
1: on, come on, oh, what? What? I really, I really want to know the psychology behind why people like it.
2: Well, you're one of them, so tell us. Because it's fucking weird.
1: No, but I don't watch the videos, so I'm not one of I'm those. I'm not freaked
2: out by watching videos of pus. But yeah, but do you get enjoyment no, out of no. it? No. See, the people wrong with
1: you. love it. Kate. <laughs> <It's> got <a> <laughs> <hand>. <laughs> Kate's got a hand. Weirdo, right. isn't it? Yeah, it's
2: like it's not a bloody televised podcast. We <laughs> don't,
1: this isn't a face for radio, this is... A face for a podcast, that's why I'm wearing a paw strip. <laughs> paw strip and Ugg boots,
0: it's a good look. And it's a good thing about a podcast because you can wear what you want.
1: Yeah, you can sit around your kitchen, drink wine, no one judges.
2: Well, you can do that at work at the moment.
1: Be, well, very true. Yeah, you can, probably should.
2: Well, most people probably fucking are.
0: I had a Zoom meeting for work today actually and one of the ladies dressed up in a Batman costume, it was fabulous. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it was fabulous.
2: I think that there's one, I haven't actually seen it but I've heard about it. There's like some lady, she was at a meeting and she thought she had her video off and she was on the toilet and uh, <gasps> accidentally turned it on while she was on the no the, the no meeting. So what everyone uh, got yeah, a glimpse of it going, uh, fuck. And it went on um YouTube or whatever apparently. <gasps> <so. laughs> I haven't seen it so I could be no. foolish. No. <laughs> that is I
1: the would best. never leave my house again. I would not want isolation to ever end. <laughs> That is like the shit of my nightmares.
2: Well, just don't do it. No, like, why would I, you do that while you you're in a fucking work meeting? Yeah, just why
1: like, would you? But fuck. you right. It's
2: all echoey and different yeah, sounding Yeah, I know. Anyway. Every time
1: I, like, answer the phone in the bathroom or something, people are like, are you on the toilet? <laughs> no, I'm not on the toilet. I I'm, talk on the phone
2: while yes, she I'm is. in the toilet. <laughs> 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 I <don't
0: care.
1: laughs> Kate has
0: no shame It's funny,
2: most relationships these days start by people sitting on the toilet
0: 100% agree,
1: you're dead right
2: Cruising through their phones
0: Swiping on Tinder while they're on the toilet That's disgusting
1: (laughs) Now every time I talk to someone I'm going to think they're on the toilet (laughs) Especially if I hear an echo
2: Oh my god, yeah Just don't do it Yeah, don't do it. The messaging you never know Messaging there's a good chance you are 90%
1: Ninety oh, percent chance yeah. you're on
2: the toilet, especially
1: with males, because we all know how much longer they spend in the toilet compared to females.
2: It's our private place.
1: How's everybody's week?
2: <laughs> it's the same as last week and the week before, <laughs> week before that.
1: Isolation. Another week before that, we drink wine, we do some work, do some Home school, Home school, homeschool. Oh, homeschooling! Can't wait for that to be over. I've had one and a half glasses of wine. Don't let me drink any more Jeez. wine. one and a half lightweight. No, one and a half full glasses. So I try and make it sound like better than what it is. It's more like four glasses <laughs> of wine.
2: No, nah, you're just a Cadbury.
1: Yeah. What's Cadbury? One and a half glasses?
2: I don't know. You are a full yeah, cream no, dairy
1: milk. Cadbury milk chocolate is one and a half glasses, glasses of milk. Of full that's cream where dairy it comes milk. from.
2: Oh, there you go. Well, Didn't you, you know that? No.
1: That's why people are called Cadbries that can't hold their liquor. It's because it's one and a half glasses of milk in every block. Mm. So that's why you get called a Cadbury because you drink one and a half glasses and you're fucked.
2: There you go, I miss educational, Sasha.
1: Didn't you know what a Cadbury was? So you no. thought people were just called Cadbries for what reason? Because they're soft. Yeah, but why is a Cadbury soft? soft? Chocolate's not soft oh, unless you it melt is, it. I don't know. I never, I never
2: mouth. questioned it. All right.
1: Okay, well, now you know, know. a cabri. Why do they
2: say taxi when you drop shit?
1: Because you need a taxi taxi. to get home. What? Because you can't drive. Oh, my God. Are you serious? You don't know. (laughs) I think it's time for us to go to bed.
2: I I don't even drink. I drop (laughs) shit and people say taxi.
1: Oh, my God, really? So you didn't know what a cabri was and you didn't know what taxi meant.
2: Well, no, no, I knew what they meant. I just didn't know where they came from. There's Do a you know
1: what
0: it means when people see closing time at the pub?
2: Yeah, it's fucking time to go no. home. There we go. He knows something. Hey, <laughs> Last drinks and shit.
1: That one's real self-explanatory, though. So I thought Cabri and Taxi were too. <laughs> yeah, but so you did know. I.
0: <laughs> oh, no, whatever.
2: Not. Come on.
1: Why are you all looking at me? Because you were about to tell us a story. Oh, okay. I'm about to tell you about a case. That's don't right. you want us
2: to look at you? Like, should we just have this no, discussion? No,
1: no, you can look at me. Just, it's the dead silent stare that gets to me.
2: There's no silence. We're all talking.
1: Okay, good. Okay, should I begin?
2: If you want to. Oh, not we really. We can keep talking.
1: <laughs> don't really want keep, to. keep like, dribbling shit. Yeah, c- please continue. Tell everyone
2: the new catchphrase we've got.
1: I've forgotten already. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, my sake. God. <laughs> Hey, I've
0: already had a lot of wine. That bad. No. Our new catchphrase is coffee,
1: chocolate, wine and, and true, true crime. crime.
2: Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. It
1: uh, sounds lame and I'm drunk so it must be pretty lame. It doesn't sound lame. <laughs>
2: coffee is not lame and I'm going to keep on harping about my sponsorship, people. Give me a fucking coffee sponsorship.
1: Oh my God. Me a Every wine episode, this could be you.
2: This could be you. Give
1: Kate a chocolate sponsorship.
2: Yeah. What are we? We're eating. I've got. no, nah, I'm not even going to announce them. But see, there is food right in front of me, and <laughs> this could be your name that we're announcing right now. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're not and fussy. Wine and coffee. We're
1: not fussy. It could be Krispy creams. It could You're be <laughs> a bucket of twelve. <laughs> Good old bucket of twelve. Okay. So i begin. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, what are we hearing about this week?
1: Okay, well, this is a true crime. Another Australian true crime because I feel like I still don't know enough about Australian true crime.
2: Yeah, it's amazing how fucked up some of it is as well. You sort of think it must be pretty tame compared to like the US ones, like that's why they're famous. But nah, these are fucked.
1: I always considered American true crime to seem more intense ...than Australian yeah. true crime, but it's really not. Like, there is a lot of Aussie true crime out there that is genuinely fucked. And
2: it's not even that, like, they happened post-internet times... ...when, like, we couldn't get our information out to the rest of the world... ...because, like, shit's happening right fucking now that's oh, fucked yeah. up. And they still don't, people still don't know about it. It's ridiculous.
0: We hear and see what the media wants us to
1: hear and see. yeah. Yeah, we don't have – I'm pretty sure in America their news consists of graphic detail into crime.
2: Yeah, they love it, all that shit, especially if it happens in like white suburbia.
1: But I'm pretty sure they show really graphic things where we kind of get like an overview, a really censored overview of things.
2: Yeah, but we still see all that shit. We still know about Jeffrey Dahmer and fucking –
1: Yeah, but it's not reported in quite the same way, I don't think.
2: Well, there's fucking documentaries, aren't you? you can go watch.
1: Yeah, I know, but we all know about that decades after it's happened. I think a lot of countries
0: hear more about other countries' crime than what the actual country yeah. does. Because a lot of the court cases is going on at that time. Like I know Snowtown, that we covered a couple of weeks ago, a lot of overseas people knew more detail about what had happened, yeah. Then what Australia knew,
1: yeah. Most of the time, when I do my research, I find a lot more detail in, say, like a UK article mm. than I will in an Australian article. Yeah, but they go more in depth. That's
2: the thing; you got to look through fucking random articles on the internet. It's yeah. like If you want to find out about a famous American serial killer, you just type it in Google, and there's a million documentaries oh, yeah, it's just and
1: everywhere the same information.
2: Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like you'd think they were worse, but they're just not. Which is good,
1: No, yeah, <laughs> is it? Yeah,
2: well, for us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I want to hear about some motherfucker that gets fucked up. Come on, tell me. Breathe, woman, breathe. But I
0: think you're going to lead us into the world of psycho females.
1: Oh yeah, we all love story. a good psycho female. Let's not pretend that the um, women psychos out there are any less more intense than the male psychos. because' think they're probably just not a little true. bit more. Oh yeah, intense. they're right up there. This might just, I don't know, maybe there's less of them. I'm not sure. But, that yeah, they're right up there.
2: This isn't a serial killer, though, is
1: it? No, but I'd say she very well could have been. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh okay, God. we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there in the end. We may be here a while. Fuck, it's already pretty late. Okay. Kate, where are we going <laughs>
2: She needs to pee.
1: I was literally about <laughs> yeah. to start and then she gets up. Okay, wait. One more sip of wine and I'll oh be right back. Oh my
2: god. I'm gonna I need another <laughs> fucking coffee.
1: Oh don't don't even.
2: I did just make fresh one.
1: Okay. Here we go. Have you got your kettle mug yet, Cameron?
2: No. Someone hasn't invented it. <laughs> <isn't> no, it <laughs> has to
1: it has to be invented oh, before is. he can use it. <laughs> one day I'm gonna walk in and the kettle's just gonna be filled with milk and coffee, and I don't know oh, what the fuck yes. is going <laughs> on. The day has arrived. No, it's not happening. Okay.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay. So Catherine Knight was an Australian-born woman. Fuck. That's not how it
1: starts. That's not how it starts. Okay. It actually starts with okay because actually. Well, you've said that.
2: We've covered the first word. We're good.
1: We've got the first word out. Uh, uh, Hold on.
2: The first step's the hardest. So you're in.
1: Okay. Yeah. I (laughs) know. I keep you saying okay and it starts yeah, okay. with okay. Bit a breath.
2: bit a, a wine. <laughs> we'll get there. We will.
1: I don't know. Okay.
2: Fuck, you man. Like, you got like some, some problems.
1: Don't ever start it with okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't stop <laughs> saying it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All
2: right. Next word, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one more and it's going in the bloody pad. Right. <laughs> Edit. Okay. Okay. Edit. Edit. I'm edit. Edit. People are just going okay, sort of to turn off after edit. the fifth. Okay. Version. Oh, I would. We're
1: not I getting past. Okay. I would Let's hear. Lean yeah. Nah. I would hear this episode and go, "Oh my god, get your shit together, and then start
2: a podcast." It's <laughs> right. Fuck It'll Sound mate. like you've got your shit together. Okay. Okay.
0: Because
1: Cam can edit.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apparently my catchphrase is okay. Or edit. Can we get T-shirts made with just Instead okay? Instead okay
2: Google, it's okay edit.
1: Okay. So the front of the yeah. T-shirt
2: is team fucked. the back is okay edit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's okay edit, edit, edit,
2: yeah. edit.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so I'm going to start you off with a quote regarding this case. Quote. We have to.
2: Have you announced her name yet? Have you actually no, told us who the I fuck will. she is? Right. Okay. All right. Cool. But we
1: have another.
2: sip. <laughs> Just gonna have a sip. Uh, so when do our live shows start? <laughs> if we're ready. Oh my god! Yeah. I will
1: vomit everywhere. <laughs> Don't. <laughs>
2: okay. Okay. So, so. I'm,
1: seriously. <laughs> you just totally ruined I felt that was, was the like right one. Bang on. well, I felt that that was, like. was going to be it yeah. and you ruined Sorry. it. Quote, we had to make a decision whether the story was palatable for people to read with their breakfast in the morning. A decision was made that this couldn't be reported. It was too horrific, said Peter LaLore, journalist with The Australian.
2: Well, that's pretty fucked up. Oh, wow, what are we getting into yeah. right now? Well,
1: this isn't this isn't a very well known story even amongst Australians. I found out through research. So actually,
2: like deemed it not reportable because of how fucked it is.
1: It's yeah, it's horrific. So cool. And that wasn't just the Australian that that said that. There were a lot of places that refused to make that like a headline in their newspaper because it was just it was too much. Awesome. Okay. So this is the not-so-well-known story of Catherine Knight, Australia's so-called Hannibal Lecter. See, I've only heard of her because
2: of you telling me a bit about her, but I'd seriously never heard of her yeah, before. Yeah, either did And I fucking love, like, looking up on serial killers I'm and I'm sure there's and heaps
1: and of serial killer buffs out there or not – she's not even a serial killer. And it, there are loads of true crime buffs out there. that would be like, oh, I know this one. Like, there are plenty of people that know it. It just wasn't as well-known as you think it would be considering – just how fucked this case is. Like it's if you saw this in a movie, you'd be like, "No, you've gone too far."
2: Yeah. Ah, cool. Ooh, this it's gonna yeah. be a like good it. one. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, it's fucked. Okay, where was I up to?
2: The quote. You did it.
1: I did it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the yeah, the lots of places didn't do it.
1: Okay. This is Catherine Knight. Catherine Knight was born in October 1955. But before she was born, her mother, Barbara Rowan, was married to Jack Rowan, a pig farmer at the Aberdeen Meatworks Slaughterhouse. They lived in the rural town of Aberdeen in New South Wales, Hunter Valley, and had four sons together.
2: My family's from Aberdeen.
1: Not in the Hunter Valley,
2: though. <laughs> no, well, fuck, it's not that big of a place. It's tiny.
1: Hunter Valley? This Aberdeen is. Aberdeen
2: is n- oh, it's not Scotland, Aberdeen.
1: No, oh. this is Australian true crime. I didn't know there was oh, an parents, Aberdeen. My in parents are from either. Australia.
2: My parents are from Scotland.
1: Yeah, but I didn't know there was an Aberdeen in Australia either. Oh, yeah,
2: it would be I... named after the oh, yeah.
1: two, the like two Aberdeen. Here, it's named <laughs> after somewhere in the UK. Jack liked to drink and gamble and Barbara was pretty unhappy in their marriage, which led to her affair with Ken Knight, a co-worker of her husband. The scandal forced Barbara and Ken to leave Aberdeen and move to Moree while her children stayed with their father. Barbara went on to have four more children with Ken, two older girls and two twins. Catherine was the youngest twin. When Catherine was four, her younger half-brothers... ...came to live with her after their dad died. Sad. That's sad. Now, Catherine's childhood wasn't good. Her dad, Ken, was a real wanker. He was an alcoholic who would beat and sexually assault her mother, Barbara... ...often in front of the kids. Fuck.
0: In front of the kids. What the?
1: It was so bad that he apparently wanted sex ten times a day... ...and was happy to take it by force. Yeah, what the fuck?
2: So he's the, like a proper sex addict. Yeah, definitely.
1: The children were also beaten regularly by both parents. Mm-hmm. Catherine was herself sexually assaulted by different members of her family but apparently not by her father and was known to be in an incestuous relationship with one of her half-brothers.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, they... Yeah, fucking hell. So they're just like... <laughs> Basically, sex slaves so or the uncles and that coming around, or what's the deal? She was it wasn't the really
1: or? specific. I think maybe some of the other half brothers were sexually assaulting her. Yeah, as well, they well. wouldn't
2: even know that as sexual assault. That's fucked up. Yeah, man. well, the,
1: considering what some of them grew up with, you just you wouldn't know the difference between uh, what's appropriate sexual behavior or not. When if you see that sort of thing on a daily basis, plus her mum was very free and open with her descriptions of sex to them. Like it was just, there was no boundaries. Yeah. Like was This, this be, was the
2: 50s yeah. and 60s, wasn't it? Yeah. So there's no like, no one gave a fuck if a man's raping his wife and beating No. Them. Well,
1: like, they cared but it was just like, well, your family is your own business and yeah, they're kind of, you know, no one wants rape. to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still horrible.
2: Yeah, fucking messed up.
1: Um, in school, she was a known bully. She did attack at least one other child with a weapon as well as a teacher who had to physically defend himself and, like, beat her off because she was so vicious. She was intelligent but didn't care much for learning, probably because of all the fucked up shit she was going through in her life at the time.
2: Another smart fucking killer.
1: Yeah. So they, she, like, yeah, like they they, the famous ones. are fucking yeah, Naturally intelligent people, yeah.
2: Although old mate Bunting wasn't that smart. He was just...
1: <laughs> he was charming. Yeah. Snow super town. charming. Check
2: out episode two. <laughs> <laughs> it might be three, but I think it's two. They're all two.
1: charming. Yeah. I mean, even Catherine Knight, she she knew how to switch it on and switch it off. So she'd be crazy one minute and super charming and get her own way the next minute. Like I don't know if
0: I'd say they were charming. They were manipulators. Yeah, but the sure. way they would do
1: it was through charm. Mm. Like they really knew how to... ...like they would drive you crazy one minute and then pull you back... ...like they push you away, pull you back in. Yeah, that's had a lot to do with how they got victims... ...how they regained trust when they did something... ...that would most often drive people away. So yeah, she didn't care much for learning... ...but because of what was going on in her life... ...who has the concentration for school? (laughs) Oh, is Hendrix snoring? Yeah, he is. (laughs) Oh, puppy snoring. I, I think we'll be all
2: right. I think we'll be okay. It's just a big rot wheeler snoring in the background. <laughs> it picks up. He's running in his sleep.
1: Oh, I love it when he runs in his sleep. So cute.
2: Now he's not. No.
1: Oh. <laughs> Wait till he starts farting the whole oh, room. Fuck. Then he's
2: out of here. Then he's gone. Yeah, then
1: he has to go. Yeah. He has to go in the other room. Okay. Um, yeah, considering how intelligent she was because she, she didn't care much for school when she dropped out at the age of 15 she was illiterate um so yeah so she was born in a shitty home situation she had emotionally and physically abusive parents she was sexually assaulted and she basically just fell through every crack that there was yeah now like most people in Aberdeen, she went on to work at the local abattoir she was 18 and she fucking loved working (laughs) there and referred it ...to it as her dream job.
2: is not there someone else we were talking about that? Yeah, the yeah, bunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus, man.
1: Bloody abattoir workers. They need to, like to do so psychology to fucking <laughs> tests
2: before they hire people. I know.
1: <laughs> I mean, it takes a special type of person to do anything like that... ...whether you're a coroner, you know, autopsies, things like that... ...I think it takes a special type of person... ...but at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean... ...that you're going to turn out to be... no. Insane and on a true no, crime podcast. No, no most
2: abattoir workers aren't um, doing vicious shit.
1: No. Okay, so she started out in the offal room cutting out internal organs but would often watch the pigs being slaughtered when she had the chance and it was reported that she spent like a lot of time just watching the pigs get their throats slit. Just go like
2: cruise there on her lunch break and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh. Just
1: stand there and... And watch pig. it happen. <laughs> Eat a ham sandwich while you're watching the pigs being slaughtered. <sorted. laughs>
2: I do have a sudden craving for bacon.
1: Oh, God. Dying. I think this put me off bacon for a bit. No. <laughs> she worked her way to a position in the slaughter section as a boner. <laughs> 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 and this is where she received a knife set that was said to be her most prized possession.
2: Man. Red yeah. flag. Boom, boom pretty cool that the abattoir give you a knife there though.
1: Absolutely. I oh, say so back then they did. Now yeah, you probably have to buy now. your own. Oh, no <laughs> now before I get into her relationships with men, Catherine was diagnosed with PTSD and borderline personality disorder later in life. Now, people with BPD typically experience some, but not necessarily all of these symptoms. Intense mood swings, including outbursts of anxiety, anger and depression. A pattern of tumultuous relationships with friends, family and loved ones. Alternating between idealising, idealising? That's right, isn't it? I feel like that sounds wrong. Idealising and devaluing other people. Fear of being alone and frantic attempts to avoid abandonment. Unstable and distorted sense self.
2: <laughs> sense of self. Sense of self. Edda, 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 edda. Sense of
1: self. Okay, okay, okay. Se- no. <laughs> Shut. Don't you dare put that in there. Oh,
2: yeah, that's coming through your third button.
1: Sorry. Oh, my God, there's a reason I don't listen to my own podcast. Okay. Unstable and distorted self image or sense of self. Feeling neglected, alone, misunderstood, chronically empty, or bored. Feelings of self-loathing and self-hate, self-harm such as cutting. Suicidal thoughts or suicide attempts? Impulsive and risky risky.
2: Yep, it's all good. <laughs> Doesn't matter, everyone <laughs> meant what you knew. Okay. <laughs> yes. See what I did there. <laughs> You're
1: have so much fun editing this one. This is gonna take you two days. Impulsive and risk taking behavior such as unsafe sex, illegal drug use and gambling. I feel you've just described me.
2: Yeah, it's like <laughs> everyone in isolation at the moment. We're all fucking bored. Oh, yeah, just borderline. that one, just yeah. that
1: one, impulsive, risk-taking behavior, definitely. So, black. was she
2: di- diagnosed with this like later? later in life. So when she's that, like,
1: yeah, that's all why I'm letting you know now. Yeah, yeah. So keep that in mind because she had this, but she wasn't diagnosed. Yeah. with what it a shame until later. Um, black and white thinking or difficulty compromising, paranoid thoughts in response to stress feeling out of touch with reality and cut off. So yeah, just keep that in mind.
0: That's horrific though because people would have half-time, oh sorry, a hard time living with one, two or three of those things and oh this yeah. woman just has a barrage of mental yeah. illness
2: and fucking physical shit all around her too. I suppose she's at the abattoir at this point. Uh. Yeah. How long should she have it for? Do did they, did they know? Like when about she started I getting... I think it more...
1: stemmed from her childhood right. and would have just developed. I don't know what point she had. Post-traumatic
2: stress like, can come from like a build-up of issues. But yeah, yeah. she's probably just always been By the time
1: she was 15, she yeah. already had more issues than most adults these days. So
0: and her BPD just would have been developed as a coping mechanism almost.
1: Well, there's a lot of coping well, mechanisms in there. So yeah. Yeah
0: situations that's horrible
1: now Catherine abused all her boyfriends including husband David Kellett who was her first real relationship in 1973 she met David he was a truck driver at her work he was a big drinker and was rough as guts but not a bad guy he was nice to Catherine and treated her really well they would often go drinking together and just had a really good time in general um, Catherine was the dominant person in the relationship. So after less than a year together, she insisted on getting married.
0: So she
1: so so
2: going. she yeah. sorry. No,
0: you go, you go. I was gonna say so she was she was the dominant one in her relationship. Yeah, she was the controlling one. She was a bully at school. Yeah. She outside of her childhood home, she needed that power. She needed to know that she was in control. control. Yep. And remember
1: she? the Bible PD yep. you yeah you have attachment issues. Yeah. So this might have been like her idea of going, well, I'm going to lock you down. I'm going to lock you. I'm going to I'm going to attach you to me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's might be where the forcing him to get married, but they were so young at that point as well, like
2: Well, she was 19.
1: Yeah, it's so hard to get an ad- like, you know, a fully grown mature adult to force you to marry them, but at that age it wouldn't take much convincing, I don't think, especially if you are the dominant person in the relationship. Yeah,
2: it probably meant she could get the fuck away from her crazy-ass family.
1: Family, very true. Yeah, true. Didn't even think about that. But, yeah, I mean, you would want to, wouldn't you? Fucking oath. Okay, so in 1974 they got married. The couple showed up to the ceremony on a motorcycle and David was drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, was he driving
2: the motorcycle?
1: I don't I know. I'm pretty sure he was just on the back. <laughs> Come up, fucking wobbly and shit. <laughs> no.
2: Well, he rough his guts. He probably was. A bit, a bit,
1: you know, know what? Back then, drink driving wasn't like no. as big as it is now. It was but, just like, well, that's what you do when you get home, when you drink. Yeah, at as long the as pub, you make it home,
2: all right, you didn't have too much. Right.
1: Yeah. How else are you supposed to get home from the pub? <laughs> At one point during their wedding, um, Catherine's mum told him, quote, You better watch this one or she'll fucking kill you. Wow. Stir her up the wrong way or do her the wrong thing and you're fucked. Don't ever think of playing up on her. She'll fucking kill you.
2: <gasps> you wow. tell someone that there's something for long enough, and they end up believing it. They and believe becoming it. It. and it. this is her mum. I bet you her yeah. mum fucking drilled that shit into her for her whole life. And well, spoke her mum was, was a psycho. It would do this and that.
1: And it sounds like her, as messed up as her mum was, she was also a survivor, and she probably would have passed that trait down, to Catherine. Like, you dominate and you survive.
2: Yeah, but then you wouldn't go around fucking warning people that she's going to kill you.
1: Well, (laughs) she may love her daughter but she knows what she is because she probably sees her in herself. I don't know. Barbara added that her daughter has, quote, got a screw loose somewhere. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is on their wedding day. Like, just remember that. This is their wedding day, happiest day of their life. Most mums are super excited for their daughter to get married and then you just casually pull David...
2: Yeah. To get out of it. Like, they even have the fucking... Oh, no, I'm pretty sure they were talk. married at that it, point. You, have you ever heard of anyone talking at that point? When they're no. like, Split speak now or forever hold your peace. Did they even say like, that
1: question here? I can't even remember if they said that at our wedding. Yeah. Um, I think they say it in a, in a less dramatic we way. We had, like, a
2: lazy fucking wedding. We got, like, we found all the stuff you legally had to... We didn't have a lazy wedding. Our ceremony... Part.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Our yeah, vows um, were yeah. just—we said it was the, legal the legal stuff you yes. had to say, said our yeah. own little funny bit to it, and just we we breathed through that in about ten minutes. Which thank yeah. fuck
2: because it rained after about twelve minutes.
1: Yeah, it no, it did. was perfect timing. It rained all day, yeah. and then we had a ten-minute break, yeah. and that was perfect. That was perfect. But I'm pretty sure his um, her mum said this to him. After the ceremony. So it's like, okay, now that you're legally binded, I'm going to give you some advice.
2: Yeah, see, that's a bit late.
1: Yeah. So I don't think she really had David's best interest at heart. Okay. Catherine and David's wedding night was interesting.
2: They usually are.
1: <laughs> interesting in a whole different <laughs> way. David woke to Catherine strangling him. Wow. Oh, God
2: damn, that's like early warning signs, like fucking. Um. Oh,
1: wait. Do you want to know why she was strangling him? Because she was (laughs) psycho? She was pissed that after a respectable three rounds in the sack, he had fallen asleep. Oh, my God. What a lazy
2: prick. He probably had 20 beers that day too.
1: Three rounds. Like, come on, girl. He was was
2: pissed at the start of the fucking day. He did well to get through all that. So
1: she's inherited her dad's sex drive.
2: uh, That's what it is. That's fucked up. I do
1: believe I read something about... She heard from her mum. Like, let's remember, her mum used to talk about sex in an inappropriately well, they open way. Had life. it in
2: front of her, didn't they?
1: I believe that her mum mentioned the fact that they, on her wedding night with her dad, she'd had sex five times. So oh, I think to get to six. Uh, yep. I think Catherine's expectations to were to one up her mum. Right.
2: Well, okay. yep. the dick motherfucker. <laughs> Deserves to yeah. die.
1: So yeah, it was a good indication of things to come.
2: Oh like well, no, shit! Yeah. Like the same day, your mother will, like the stepmom warns you that she's gonna kill you, and then that night she fucking strangles you. But he
1: was drunk at the wedding before the wedding even started. So chances are he was that hammered that if he even remembered that the next day, he it would have. You would probably underplay it in your mind.
2: Well, if you're a fucking idiot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, possibly. But at that age, aren't we all? If your
2: mum, it's the mum that's warning. It's not like some random fucking, it's the mother. She's the one that sticks out. Yeah, you think that
1: would set off an alarm bell?
2: Fucking oath it would. And then she strangles you that night.
1: She, okay. Catherine has a really, really good way of picking men that are more submissive than your regular man. Like she is, you know how it's usually the man. In these situations, dominating the female and women are doing things that you wouldn't expect a woman to do. But because of the way they're being manipulated by this particular person, they do. Yeah, it's the opposite. Well, it sounds in this. like he had as much
2: beer and sex as he needed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. Um, one night, heavily pregnant Catherine was fuming at David because he was late coming home from a darts competition at a pub. So Catherine got all his clothes oh, and funny. shoes and set them on fire, as you do. As you, hey, she was hormonal. She's pregnant. It's pregnant Yeah, women. that's like not that unusual. Yeah. <laughs> was, I mean, I'm sure there was a few times there that I w- would have set your clothes on fire.
2: Oh, fuck's sake.
1: <laughs>
3: edit, edit.
1: Okay. <laughs> she then proceeded to hit him over the head with a frying pan. As you do. That's
0: normal. That's normal.
1: He ran for his life and collapsed at the neighbor's house. Oh. He was later treated for a severely fractured skull.
2: I think what? she should have just hit him.
1: Oh, no. I think she no, should have, she, like,
2: exact, like, not exactly, like, fucking emphasised that she fucking smashed it him. It may have
1: a, been one hit, but it was a good one. Yeah. Wow. Fucked. The so
0: police, I took yeah. that then as she's just like cracked him and he's yeah, just same. run... ...and he's been yeah. too pissed and whatever. Yeah.
2: He
1: oh, ends. no. Yeah. Oh, wow. And she
2: fucked him up with a frying pan. He ran wow.
1: for his life. The police wanted to charge Catherine... ...but she managed to talk David into dropping the charges. See what I mean? She would do something horrific... ...and then she would charm her way back into the good books. The police wanted to charge Catherine... ...but she managed to talk David into dropping the charges... And they continued in wedded bliss.
2: I'm sure it was bliss. (laughs) The motherfucker would have been terrified.
1: Sarcasm. (laughs) No, maybe they just thought, you know, that's just a one-off. So, like I said, Catherine was pregnant. But having a baby didn't do anything to change her behaviour and things continued to decline in the marriage. Not long after their baby Melissa was born, David woke once again to Catherine in one of her moods. She was holding a knife to his throat. She's just in one of her moods. Yeah, she's just just, just in a mood. You have a great way of underplaying it. You are a fucking psycho, hey. It's like,
2: ah, this shit's tame.
1: I have a lot of sarcasm that maybe I'm not emphasising enough. Okay. She was holding a knife to his throat. She was smiling, saying, You have no idea how easy it would be for me to kill you.
2: Yeah, see, that's when you, like, get the fuck up and get out of the house. Get kids and go. you
1: think. You'd think that. Um, she also said, is it true that truck drivers have a different woman in every town? I'm sure his answer was no. She had a nice... I'm so sure his straight. answer was, please, please don't kill me. I no, love I you. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What
3: beautiful.
1: are you talking about? I only think about you ever, ever, ever. <laughs> so actually that was it for him. That was the final straw. So after 10 years together, okay, so this is 10 years. We well, so jumped sure through that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure a lot more happened.
2: Yeah, no shit.
1: But this was, um, yeah, this is one of the more significant.
2: So how do we know this? Did he talk or did she like later just like randomly
1: no, he tell talked. the stories
2: of her first marriage?
1: No, he talked. Right. Yeah. So she started with a...
0: Their wedding started with a frying pan to the head and it's ended with a knife to the throat.
1: And a baby. So it's intensified (laughs) a little bit over ten years. The mother was
2: right. She was bloody on the ball.
1: And now there's a baby involved.
2: Uh, Well, is she a baby or is she ten? How old is this kid?
1: (laughs) No, she was a baby. Cool. She's a new baby.
2: And she's with the mum or the dad?
1: I'll get to that.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't know (laughs) that was a fucking secret.
1: It's not a secret but I'm getting there. Okay. So that was it for him. That was the final straw. Um, he left for another woman and moved to Queensland to live with his mum. Catherine lost her shit and threatened to cut up their baby the next day. Oh, my God. I hope your next
0: sentence is, um, DPS, remove the
1: child. (laughs) Next day, she was seen pushing her baby in a pram down the street, throwing it wildly side to side into fences and posts. Following this incident, she was admitted to St. Elmo's Hospital in Tamworth, where she was diagnosed with postnatal depression.
2: What happened to the baby?
1: At this point, I'd yeah. say the baby was taken from her.
2: So don't know where? Didn't go with the dad or the other parents, like the no, fucked because up family. She, or yeah, like she that. was
1: diagnosed with postnatal depression, but was sent home only after a couple of weeks. Oh my God. Like, big fucking fail right there. Yeah. After her release, she took her baby and put her on the railway tracks. <sighs> she left her there. She stole an axe, took it into town and started threatening people with it. Luckily, a local man known as Old Ted was scavenging around the railway line... ...when he saw baby Melissa and rescued her only minutes before the train was due. God oh my damn, God. That's fucked. Oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> like, how lucky... How lucky are you? Because she obviously intended that baby to die. So to she's get back resenting at him. the child because the father's left. I think it's to get back at him. Like, how dare you desert me?
2: She oh sounds just God. like a crazy fucking bitch.
1: Like, I really don't think that she... Like, how would you know that someone was going to find that baby who walks along train train tracks? She had well, no intentions. You wouldn't, intentions know. You when wouldn't know when the train that was baby. coming. No, or, or you no might that night like, baby Melissa was just... It was pure luck that she lived. Yeah. So Catherine was arrested and readmitted to St. Elmo's Hospital. But she signed herself out the very next day. Like incompetent mental health system strikes again.
2: Yeah, it's 50 years ago.
1: (sighs) Yeah, it's crazy.
2: It's still shit now, but 50 years ago, fuck, way worse.
1: How does that even happen? Um, She went and stayed with her parents, like her parents, come on, for a while um, with the baby.
2: Yeah, as if they still let as her, as her as have the fucking like baby. baby. <laughs> this dad pisses me off too. Like surely you would have heard about that.
1: Um, a few days later she tricked a woman into giving her a lift, stating her baby was sick and she needed to get to a hospital immediately. So this poor woman, she had a car full of kids and was like, yeah, of course I will help you. Um, but then Catherine was really pissed off when she realised how many kids were in the car. So she pulled out a knife and started threatening them. Um, She did slash the woman's cheek and then just takes them all hostage and demands that they drive her to Queensland to find David Kellett. Oh, my Lord. The family managed to escape when they stopped at a petrol station. But by the time police got there, Catherine was holding one of the children, a little boy, (sighs) hostage, threatening him with a knife. Oh, my Lord. Police had to use, I get this, they had to use brooms to disarm her. (laughs) <laughs> brooms. All of this happening while she's still holding her baby. Um, she was arrested, but it seems there were no charges laid against her, and she was just admitted to um Morissette psychiatric hospital. Catherine told nurses at the hospital that she had also intended to kill the mechanic that worked at that petrol station because he had repaired Kellett's car, which had <laughs> allowed him to leave. <sighs> And then kill both her husband and his mother when she arrived in Queensland. Like that was her plan.
2: Right. Yeah. She probably would have done it too. She's a crazy bitch.
1: I oh, I friends. imagine she would have. I don't think anything would have stopped her once no, she got she there. She
2: doesn't seem like a person with idle threats.
1: Now get this. Police told David Keller of the incident. So he left his girlfriend... And along with his mother, they moved to Aberdeen to support Catherine through this.
3: God
0: damn That's not a bad move because I hopefully don't know. they were thinking <laughs> of the child
1: yep. during this. The child you really have there. to hope that this was all about the child yep. supporting her. Because you know back then you're not going to take a child away from its mother. Like courts wouldn't even allow that. No. So you're like, well better for me to be in the crazy woman's life to protect the child than to just say no but i
0: don't think yeah i think it's got some more more to do with we need to be here to make sure she doesn't harm this child more than they want to be and his mother
1: was involved too so she would (laughs) have that worldly experience where she's like you're not going to get this child away from her unless she's taken away from her so we need to go there and keep an eye on her that's that's the way i took that Catherine was released into the care of her mother in law and David Kellett. They moved to Woodridge in Brisbane, where she got a job at the Dinmore Meat Works in Ipswich.
2: Another abattoir? Yep. Fucking yeah, fucking hell.
1: Good old Ipswich.
2: I worked there for a while, it's not that bad. <laughs> not in the abattoir. <laughs> <It's good place. laughs> no, not in the abattoir.
1: Um, Catherine's family naturally, naturally, ...blamed David for everything that was going wrong in her life.
0: Of course, because they can't hold themselves responsible for anything... ...they oh, may yeah, have no. to do with her, with no. her, her whole life. No. Of life.
1: Um, And on one occasion, Catherine's mother actually attacked David in his car. <laughs> <laughs> like Mother-like daughter. Yeah. But Catherine, being spawned of this crazy bitch... ...naturally grabbed her mother, her elderly mother... And knocked her out with one punch to the face.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, usually I'd feel very sorry for an elderly woman being knocked out, but, but not Barb. Nah, fuck you, Barb. <laughs> fucking
1: Barb. Like mother, like daughter. <laughs> um, now they were back together. They actually got back together. So he
2: left left the other woman for Miss Psycho. Yeah, baby and the, and killing. Yeah, fucking
1: not just to support her, but to be with her. Um, and on the 6th of March 1980, they had another daughter, Natasha. Wow. Oh, yeah, here comes another baby. Um, but then in 1984, Catherine actually left David Kellett. She moved back to New South Wales and rented a house in Muswell. Um, she returned to work at the Abattoir in Aberdeen, but soon injured her back and went on disability. Damn. Catherine began a relationship with David Saunders, a 38-year-old local miner. After only a couple of months, David Saunders moved in with her and her two girls. However, he did keep his apartment. She became incredibly jealous and suspicious about what he did when he wasn't around. Well, you
2: would. That's fair enough.
1: And this relationship, too, became toxic and violent. Yeah, well. Um, she would often kick David Saunders out and accuse him of cheating. Then she would stalk him and then beg him to come home.
2: she didn't kick a motherfucker out for having an apartment. Like, where do you think he's going to go?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more about who's he yeah, going to see. It. But, yeah, where's he going to go? Um, in May 1987, they had an argument. Catherine stormed out into the yard. Now, David thought she had just gone to uh, calm down. Then he remembered his new dingo puppy was outside. <gasps> no, you don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. He went outside and Catherine, the crazy motherfucker, had slit the dingo puppy's throat. Jesus. No, she didn't. Now, this was a warning to David. Hey, I
2: reckon the name of the mum, you know, Dingo stole my baby. <laughs> pretty sure her mum's name was Catherine. Was it? Yeah. Catherine stole the dingo baby. No, that was Lindy. Oh, well done, was it? Lindy
1: Chamberlain. Oh,
2: Oh, see, I remembered the C. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with that anyway. Maybe her daughter was Catherine. And this is a K. (laughs) Maybe the uh, dingo dingo food was.
1: What was her name? uh, Anyway. So um, this served as a warning to David of what would happen if he ever had an affair. She then knocked him out with a frying pan. Fucking no, frying she's pans. Man. Frying she fucking pans dead. She's vicious nice. with a frying pan, eh? She likes the frying pans. Well, like, who the fuck those. does that's that? A crazy fucker, that's who. She
2: probably always had really good quality frying pans. Like, some of the shit you buy in the shops these days would just fucking bend, on bend over <laughs> your head. Bend over your head,
1: yep. David was often seen sporting breathers from Catherine. <laughs> um, but they did continue rela- their relationship. Um, and in June 1988, she gave birth to her third child, Sarah. She was mm-hmm. a fertile fucker
2: was, unfortunately.
1: Um, They brought a home together in 1989. Oh, so he got rid of his apartment. Yes, I believe he did. (laughs) Well, he said he did anyway. I think this is all based, (laughs) yeah, based around having a child. Um, It was uh, tastefully decorated with animal bones, animal skins, horns, old animal traps machetes, rakes and pitchforks, like literally fucking everywhere. Even on the ceiling there are pictures. I will put them on Instagram. Like I've seen them. There is like no gap in between the rakes and pitchforks on her ceiling and like it's just everywhere. It's pretty so Any spare spot she would put one of these items like no shit. You would think it was a farmhouse fucking museum. It was crazy.
2: I forgot what I was going to fucking say now. Eh? <laughs> yeah.
0: I was just going to say, so she certainly wasn't on the Kmart home decor. <laughs> oh,
2: no. <laughs> no, no. This was no
1: Kmart hack.
2: <laughs> it's amazing little Melissa's not a fucking psycho by now too. <sighs> oh
1: my God. Little Melissa is um, still little, I think. Can too I little. That, can't actually cope to this with shit, what's like,
2: happening yeah, with this woman.
1: Fucking brutal. I, I just can't believe that a decorating style, like, ugh. Sorry Yeah,
2: that's that's the fucking nasty part of this no, story. I'm
1: sorry, but Cameron lets me have free reign with decor in our home, but I'm pretty sure if I started hanging pitchforks from the ceiling, he'd be like, "Okay, um." Well, actually, something's not right here. I know,
2: pitchforks are pretty cool.
1: Hanging from your ceiling, like oh, you know, like if you, can, to if the you can
2: tastefully have them hanging. I don't
1: think you can but tastefully some have fairy a pitchfork on there.
2: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not opposed to living in like a real <laughs> dank, dark, scary-looking fucking place. String some
1: taj fairy lights around the pitchforks, and yeah. we've got a deal.
2: I would live in like the scariest medieval castle you can picture. But like Pitchhawks? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, old bring it on. Animal
1: in the traps. Traps.
2: like old skeletons, like hanging and animal all carcasses. All this shit. Yeah, 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 no, bring no, them. I'm good. Actually, no, I, don't need, I don't care about animal carcasses. Peace to the animals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, during their first year in their new home, they had a big argument. Surprise, surprise. Like a big argument. Catherine smashed David in the face with an iron. Oh, an Ooh, iron. Moving up in the world. Then she stabbed him in the gut with a pair of scissors. Oh, scissors, not a knife. Scissors. He then decided, wait. If I stay, I might die. So he left her and moved out. (laughs) Good move, mate. And when she killed your dog, that thought didn't cross your mind? I mean, come on. You can't kill a puppy. You can't kill a dog. You can't kill anything. But you cannot slit a puppy's throat.
2: Well, she can. That is
1: one forgiving man. I just... I don't, That's like, a sorry, idiot that I was is. just having a bad day and I slit your puppy's throat, please forgive me. Idiot! Like, what the fuck? Although he did return for some of his clothes. Like, come on, dude, go to Kmart, you'll be right.
2: It's amazing she didn't burn him.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Catherine had cut them all up.
2: <laughs> ah, bang. <laughs> Boom, motherfucker. <laughs> Davy boy.
1: Um, he then went into hiding. Catherine looked everywhere for him but was unsuccessful. Um... Lucky him because I can only imagine what she would have done when she found him. Um, I think everyone was protecting him at that point, being, being a victim of domestic violence. Plus Catherine was pretty well known by now for her like,
2: Psychoticness.
1: Yeah, being being an unorthodox wackadoodle, basically unorthodox she wackadoodle.
2: wackadoodle. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean there is like orthodox orthodox wackadoodles? <laughs> she was unorthodox uh, and
1: she was a wackadoodle. Yeah. <laughs> um, now this is crazy. Um, months later, David Saunders tried to see his daughter, um, but she f- he found out that Catherine had actually gone to the police and told them she was afraid of him. Yeah. And that they and then they issued her an apprehended violence order, an AVO, against him. Like, come on. <laughs> so you didn't need any proof. No, no, no you don't need. Her, even now,
2: you don't need. You don't. Proof that yeah, story. you don't need
1: that. You just need to go and say so you're scared, and they they'll they'll, they'll, they'll yeah. give it to you. Like he could have one against her, and she could have one against him. Yeah. But yeah, it's just still crazy. Um, but in 1990. Catherine became pregnant by forty-three-year-old former abattoir worker David. John Chillingworth. Oh. No, nope, it's a John this time, John chilling. Chillingworth. And
2: did she become Catherine Chillingworth? No, uh, it would have been a great last name for the bitch. Chilling, because yeah. yeah. she's, yeah. she's chilling.
1: Um, so she got pregnant, and this was in a month of meeting. Like, stop fucking having kids. Um, the following year she gave birth to their son, baby Eric, but John Chillingworth left her after only three years when he discovered that she was having a long-time affair with a man named John Price. Jesus Christ. Johnny. Price. David, David, John, John. Um, I'm pretty sure she had also smashed his teeth in on his way out.
2: Well, Got to leave him with some sort of yeah. party yeah, <laughs> gift. She can't
1: have one normal relationship. Okay, no. so... This is the one. Okay, prepare yourselves. He's the one. No, no. This the is the one. The one I've been dreaming of. Oh my god. No, this this is it. Okay. So prepare yourselves. Here we go. I'm ready. I'm
2: ready. If I was you, I'd be clapping right now.
1: Would you? Like yeah, like a yeah. little clap. Yeah. Okay. So John Charles Thomas Price. Nickname Pricey.
2: Is that his full? John Charles Thomas, Thomas Price. Price. God damn, he had parents. And his nickname appearance. was Pricey. Pricey.
1: Okay, so he was born fourth of April, nineteen fifty-five. So they were the same age. Same yep. year, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was described also as a terrific bloke. He was the father of three children. He was liked by everyone that knew him. Even his ex-wife liked him. Now, I'm not sure whether it was his ex-wife or they were just separated. I found both while I was researching. Um, So even their marriage had ended amicably in 1988. She had left. She had told him to stay in their family home. Um, So his two older children live with him. Now, apparently John knew of Catherine's violent past but still asked her to move into his house in 1995. She must suck some good dick. <laughs> 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 I've heard stories. Apparently. Oh, God, they're out there, are they? Okay. So, so even his, kid, his kids liked her. Like his kids liked her. Um, he was making a lot of money at the time. Um, he was working in the mines and life was good. So in 1998, Catherine and John had a fight over his refusal to marry her and the fact that he had put his house in the names of his children. Catherine felt that if they were to split, she was entitled to a share of his house seeing as they were de facto. Um, In retaliation to this, she videotaped items he had taken from work and gave the tape to his boss. Now... Although these items were just out-of-date medical kits from the company Rubbish Bin, he was fired from his $100,000 a year job oh, he had man. had for 17 God years. Damn.
2: I mean, what the fuck do you even want with those first aid but kits? But
1: she obviously had no control of him the work. But, like, you know, during the work. there's first aid kits in a rubbish bin. There's, you know, things in there that can be used. He just would have been like, waste not, want not, take these home with me. Who deserves to lose their job? She's, She's a no fucking right. bitch. Like, yeah.
2: I'd Mate, you lost a job at Macca's for eating a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> True. Mike, Bertie. No, he didn't. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll edit out his full name, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Okay, um, so he found out that this was Catherine and he told her to get the fuck out of his house. So she returned to her own home. But a few months later, Catherine worked her charm and they got back together. Her lucky charms. Now, this was the biggest mistake of his life. Oh, shit. Although he did demand that they live separately, their fights became more frequent and it got to a point where most of his friends didn't want anything to do with him while they were together. Uh, Friends have said it quickly got to a point where John feared for his life. Um, Catherine was feeling extremely upset about John's lack of commitment to her... ...and his devotion to his children and ex-wife. So, you know, she's just super jealous. She didn't have that power and control over him like she had over the others... ...which is something she needs. Yeah, so it's that abandonment thing. Mm. Um, Like with the BPD, um, she needed to make sure that she was 100% his... ...and he was 100% hers. So, um, yeah, the main issue was John's house. So John's friends Trevor told of an argument where he overheard Catherine say, you'll never get me out of this house. I'll do you in first.
2: I'll do you in, mate. I'll do you in fucking good.
1: (laughs) Catherine's brother Kenneth told police that Catherine had said, I'm going to kill Pricey and I'm going to get away with it. I'll get away with it because I'll make out that I'm mad.
2: Well, she fucking is mad. Like, you know, he doesn't yeah. have to Don't make need up anything. not to make anything. out,
1: love. We already know you're <laughs> yeah. nuts. Um, okay, so after another fight with Catherine where she stabbed him in the chest, he ran for his life and told his neighbour, she's gone for the butcher's knife, so I got out of
2: there. Oh, well done, mate. Well casually slip that in. They would just run to their fucking neighbours. Like, well, just keep you run, running, man. No,
1: when you run, run to the closest safe place, oh. which is your neighbour. I would run to my neighbour too. Um... On the 29th of February, on his way to work, he got a restraining order from the Scone Magistrates Court in an attempt to keep Catherine away from himself and his children. Um, That afternoon he told his co-workers that if he did not turn up for work the next day, that Catherine had killed him. Wow. Like he was that afraid for his life that he was telling people, if I go missing, it's Catherine. Um, ...his co-workers pleaded for him not to return home... Mm. ...but John Price said that if he didn't go home... ...he believed Catherine might kill his children. So pack up your kids and fuck off. Yeah. Um, so John arrived home but he found that the house was empty. Um, Catherine was not there. Obviously the house is empty. She had arranged for the children to have a sleeper... ...over at a friend's house. Um... So he, his usual routine was to, like, hang out with his neighbours. So he went over to his neighbor's house. Um, they hung out for a while. Then he returned home and went to bed at 11pm. Um, during that day, Catherine had videotaped all her children... ...while making strange comments such as... ...I love all my children. I hope I'll see you all again. She visited her eldest daughter... Um, she was also acting really strange around her, took her out for a nice Chinese restaurant lunch. Um, Even her daughter made a few comments to her like, you're not going to kill Pricey, are you? So even her daughter knew knew her inside and out because who would make that type of comment? Like that's just really out there. Um, Okay, yeah, so all those videos that she made that day um, have... ...since been interpreted as a sort of a will and like a goodbye message. Oh, this bitch is fucked. So Catherine arrived at John's house while he was sleeping. Remember he'd gone to bed at 11pm. Um, she watched TV for a bit, had a shower. She then woke Price and they had sex, after which he fell asleep. It's lucky like he didn't get strangled. <laughs> Uh, That's when she started to stab him in the chest with her boning knife. (laughs) Wow.
2: I'd rather be strangled.
1: (laughs) Casual. (laughs) Yep, that's just, you know, that's what you do. John Price is being stabbed in the chest. He wakes up. He wakes up during the attack and tries to escape while she continues stabbing him. She's now stabbing him in the back. Um, Blood evidence suggests he made it out the front door. So he's run from the bedroom... ...through the house, down the hallway. He's made it to the front door. He's gone out the front door. She's dragged him back inside. She must have a strong like, yeah, bitch. All, shit. No, she was well known to be fucking crazy strong. Like she was a thick built yeah. sturdy woman. And, and she adrenaline that would probably be pumping through her yeah, body so. There and she's stabbing the, him the whole way to the front door so you can just imagine how like incapacitated he would have been by the time he got there um, yeah so she's dragged him back inside all the while she is still stabbing him stabbing him stab chest. face
2: was it all in the same area or it's like just wherever she can get
1: she started stabbing him in the chest then began stabbing him in the back when she dragged him back in he then he he died there in the hall near the front door in a pool of blood ...that measured one metre by two metres. (gasps) Jesus. Wow, that's a lot of blood. Coroners have said that she continued to stab what would have been a dead man at that point. She stabbed him a total of 37 times.
2: That's beating a dead horse. See, I know the origins of that one.
1: Like, that's a crazy frenzy. Her switch well and truly flipped... Yeah, because I think you'd know once someone is dead. Like just to keep stabbing someone, that's just such like a personal level. It's still there. It's mm.
2: still there. You want to just like completely fucking Fuck rid them, up. get rid of them.
1: Catherine then cleaned herself up, took John's ATM card and drove the hour-long round trip to Aberdeen to withdraw $1,000 from his ATM. Which showed she knew that she, what she was doing and she was in control at the time.
2: Well, she's planned the whole thing.
1: Yeah. This is where it gets fucked. If, it, uh, if you didn't think it was fucked already, this will blow your fucking mind, okay? It's like a trigger warning type thing. If you can't handle the brutalizing of a dead body, don't, don't listen, listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off now, okay? Um, So when she arrived back at John's house, she proceeded to skin the body. Oh,
2: Oh, another flayer. Flayer.
1: I don't know if flaying counts when you're already dead because flaying is is a form of torture. So, like, she was skilled. She was so skilled. She's had years of practice. She managed to remove his skin in one whole piece. (gasps) No, she didn't. I, I shit you not. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm I'm not talking about like from the neck down or anything. She skinned his face, his scalp, his genitals, everything. Oh my God. So basically, she made a pelt.
2: That is a seriously fair effort. Like, I and mean, it's fucked up, but like.
1: But she loved, you remember, she loved she her was, work. Yeah, she she and did. She was, she was very good, good at her work. Okay.
0: Oh my so God. So did
2: she like start putting him on and shit?
0: So now, oh she my god, has, let's not go oh there. Oh my
1: god, <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing? <laughs> Leatherface. Yeah. Oh yeah. Leatherface. Oh yeah. Oh, we will get to Leatherface. The real, <laughs> yeah, the well real us. motivation behind Leatherface. Trust me, it's on my list. Oh my god. Okay. So
0: she has now got this. Shed skin, basically. <laughs> that's so fucked
1: up. And it's an entire skin. Oh, I wonder what
2: that shit looks like. Like,
1: I, that's my yeah. problem. I'm picturing that. And oh, I can, we'll get there. I can't. Ju- oh, okay. we'll we'll get there. Don't worry. Oh my worry. god. Oh my okay. God. So, Did she video
2: that? Uh, no, sorry. she <laughs> yeah. didn't. She didn't take that's
1: photos big. or video. No. Damn.
2: Well, not that, um, but you know, fuck.
1: But one extra <laughs> fuck thing. There's more. <laughs> There's extra. Oh, there is a oh, it, lot. Oh, but wait. there is a lot. More, like I said, this is the sort of thing where if they made it into a horror film, you'd be like, yeah, that's not realistic, but this shit happens. I dropped my towel. You dropped your what? Your what?
2: My chocolate.
1: Your chocolate? <laughs> yes. You have chocolate? Where's my chocolate? Oh, that's right. right. I've got one. <laughs> okay, so where was I? Okay, the extra. Skinny. Skinny. <laughs> one extra fuck scene. How fuck you forget that? <laughs> There's a lot of fucked things, but this is one extra. Like, this shows how con- in control and how clear-minded she must have been during this, just from my own point of view. Um, she left a perfectly cut-out patch of skin on his body, bearing the scar she had given him when she stabbed him before. Oh. Goddamn. Oh, damn. That is just also all sorts of mentally fucked up. You can't even fathom that. Like, I can't, not not in a million years. It's just she's a nutter,
2: very clever nutter.
1: She did such an expert job that his skin was later able to be placed back on his body for burial. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs>
2: off. Why though? Fuck like, off. Th- that was just some fucking weird Coronous. ass coroner going, yeah. Oh, let's see if we can do this. Like, we there's no, no just, need. Like, it's just like. Yeah. Oh my God!
1: Stop. There's just no, no need for that shit.
2: Boy, that was straight up. Let's just see if we can do this. I was actually
1: thinking about that when I was reading it, and I was like, "Why? <laughs> That's fucking. No Why reason. would no one would want an open casket? Why would you even bother? Like, oh my, god. oh my god. Okay. Catherine then hung his skin on a meat hook in the living room at the entrance to the house
2: my God.
0: Talk about taking the work home with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
2: Jesus Christ, Kate.
1: Okay, remember how she decorated a house? I'm sure there were meat hooks all over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah,
2: it was already ready to go.
1: Okay, this, this was up. later to be discovered on entrance to the property by puzzled police who couldn't figure out what they were looking at. No, you
2: wouldn't. It would have tried out. Fucking hell, man!
1: Is there crime scene photos of this? I
0: feel I need I'll to get see yeah, them. this. Okay, I'll get <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> okay, but on closer inspection, they recognise facial features, hair, arms and legs.
3: Oh.
2: Oh. They, yeah, I I can't imagine. You just. As hard as you try to imagine. Like,
1: see you later, like, I'm not a police officer anymore, no. I'm going to go and get a job at Kmart, bye. <sighs> no, you just fucked Like,
2: life fuck life off. Talk about PTSD. Right.
1: Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can hear the end of this story. I think I'm going to stop a PTSD. <laughs> okay, yeah, we've got a little bit to go. Take a deep breath, because it's fucked. She did continue to defile his body. She cut it up. She removed slices of his buttocks. And his entire head. Hmm. Don't laugh. This is not funny. This is fucked. (laughs) If that's nervous laughter, that's fine. (laughs)
2: Because I have nervous laughter right now
1: because this is just like I don't know why the worst horror movie.
0: I don't know why I'm covering my eyes because I can see (laughs) what you're saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, stop. (laughs) I need to stop giggling now. Make. I've read this a million times. It still makes me nervous. Okay. She put the head in a pot with some veggies for stew. Oh. As you do. Yeah. Um she Flavoured. then baked the buttocks with vegetables <laughs> in the oven. This is
2: like some fucking like house of a thousand corpses shit like.
1: So she's gone on like a cooking frenzy. She's got a stew <laughs> on the oven. She's got a head stew and she's a bum on the She's Baking oh a god. bum in the oven.
2: <laughs> baking a bum. <laughs>
1: oh my god. This is so disrespectful. Stop laughing. Making me have anxiety. Okay. (laughs) She then set the table.
2: Some baked bum.
1: (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. This is so horrible. Stop. Okay. Okay. So she set the table. My heart goes
2: out to the (laughs) arseless man. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) it's
1: not even funny anymore. Okay. Stop. Okay. Okay. Let me continue.
2: Will they still be called Arsenal's chaps for oh <laughs>
1: God. <laughs> oh my god Holy shit. No no disrespect intended. No, none whatsoever. Sometimes, if you can't laugh no. at
2: this kind yeah. of shit, what can you, you laugh I think you kind of
1: have to laugh at this stuff, otherwise it, it will it just yeah, be it's real. It's horrible, Seriously, horrible I've been shit. researching this woman for a week, and I need to get this out so that I can erase her from my brain. Uh, okay, where was Archie? Oh, All I can think of is arseless oh, <laughs> baked <laughs> bum, baked bum, yeah, baked bum. Okay, yeah. So she'd set the table. She'd she'd left a couple of plates there with the baked bum. <laughs> and the veggies. She even made a special gravy.
2: Wow. What was the gravy?
1: No, Cameron, no. <laughs> You'll have to leave the room in a minute. Um, okay, so Christ. Baked there are a couple, bum yep, with gravy. couple of plates on the table filled with baked bum and veggies and gravy. Um, they were still on the table when police later discovered the scene in the kitchen. It was said that the extra so-called food was there for John's children when they returned.
2: Yeah, see, now that's not funny. That's fuck. That's fucked. That's I mean, baked bum's one thing. Yeah, she also really left funny. a
1: couple of notes to the children um, that I think were under the plates. She was illiterate, remember, so these made very little sense, but it was basically a big fuck you to them and it was really hard to make out these letters and oh it basically described her own sexual abuse as a child and sort of made it as if it was theirs.
2: Right. So she'd lost it. So yeah, she yeah. was
1: well and truly fucking gone by, by yeah, this point. Like well
2: and truly yeah. off the deep end.
1: Also, um the stew was still warm when they did they oh, discovered fucks, it. it was real fresh. Oh my god. Yeah, she'd been she'd been cooking all night.
2: Oh my god. Oh yeah. man. That is like just you know. Fucking just unbelievably fucked. Chef's kitchen, eat your heart out. Like, that's fucked up.
0: Like what Gordon Ramsay would have to say about this.
2: Oh, oh my God. This is fucking disgusting. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Okay, let's continue.
2: I am still wanting bacon for any bacon sponsors out there. Oh, (laughs)
1: my God. I'm never eating again. Not till tomorrow. Okay. The (laughs) remainder of Catherine's meal. Was found in the backyard, possibly thrown to the dog as she couldn't finish it. Like, my she? She ate it. Ooh, she ate what some. The f- she ate some.
2: Well, okay. I mean, you wouldn't go through all that effort of cooking if you weren't going oh, to. Yeah. I
0: want to know what she ate. Did she eat the baked bum or what? did she
2: have some head I don't juice? know. Maybe she sampled <laughs> a bit all of, everything. of it. Maybe yeah. she yeah. had a, a bit, bit of a bum combo. and went,
1: oh. fuck this. I don't, I don't know, I don't know well, how that woman.
2: But I mean, out of all the bad things she's done, is that even. That bad, like I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, like eating she's fucking skinned him. She's well, it's the difference between him, her being him. a
1: cannibal. A can, a, it's the difference between her being a cannibal and not whether she actually ate the bum or not.
2: Yeah,
0: I feel she may have eaten the bum.
2: She ate the bum. She, she ate totally the bum. ate the bum. She yeah.
1: loved she the bum. She may have had a bite of the, the bum, bum, bum and then went, okay, I've done my bit. Here you go, doggy. But they found in the backyard. So even the dog was like, mm, no, thank you. I don't like your baked bum dog didn't like her bit, cooking. Bit chewy. Yeah. <laughs> so after cooking up a storm, <laughs>
2: <laughs> ha,
1: ha, ha. Catherine arranged what was left of John's body.
2: <coughs> well, yeah, what was left? Not much.
1: I think there cut was mo- like his torso and, mo- and the majority the of his limbs. What did she,
2: sorry, did you say she cooked the head? The she head. cooked the head. She, yeah, boiled, she the boiled the head. Boiled she boiled the,
1: the street, head in a pot head. And cut off his bum.
2: And cut off his bum. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. I God think damn. I think we're supposed to say buttocks, but I just said bum.
2: I got shot in the butt Talk. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what <laughs> it reminds me of every time I wasn't going to say it, but okay.
2: <laughs> do we get sued for that shit? Like, oh, I have no, to tell I
1: think people just think we have no respect and that we're fucked. Okay, I'm going to continue. <laughs> I'm going to try. <sighs> okay, so she arranged his body. She arranged it in a chair in the living room. Um she oh. <laughs> oh
2: my god. She uh.
1: she crossed his legs and um placed his arm over a soft drink bottle and this was supposed to just be funny like a men like a crazy interpretation of how sadistic and in control and it was just like a big fuck you for some like that's oh. what was said. It was and, like a big fuck you to everyone And this like, is what
2: the fucking cops walked in on. Oh like.
1: yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh my yeah.
2: god, like
1: Oh, we'll get there.
2: Well, we're not, d- oh Jesus!
1: Yep, Jesus.
2: Say more. He must. She must have had a cock sandwich.
1: She, <laughs> fuck, oh Cameron.
2: That will be edited. No.
1: <laughs> yep. Please do. Okay. So then, Catherine took a bunch of pills and passed out
2: was she trying to kill herself or was she just sleepy
1: well i'd say with all the weird videotapes oh that yeah, she like made that thing. day yeah yeah she was yeah. like saying goodbye to everyone like right. i'm going to kill myself but i'm taking him with
2: me yeah yeah like in the most unbelievably atrocious way
1: yeah like it uh, if you look back to the bbt bbd bbd
2: bpd
1: bpd um yeah she had those sort of issues
2: that's so, like yeah. that other personality in there is like a seriously scary fucking personality. That's like worse than the bad yeah. personality in Split. What's what's the name? Yeah, that's fucking...
1: Yeah, that movie is great. Kate would never watch it in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was
1: scary. I can't handle listening to this. Oh, I can barely <laughs> handle listening to this. Apparently this has been made into a movie. I need to watch what? that at some point.
2: Like, Jesus. Yeah, yep. I haven't
1: even seen a documentary on this. But, yeah, people get right into it. Um... Okay, so when John failed to turn up to work that morning, his boss called around looking for him as this was like totally out of character. Um, a co-worker, remembering what John had said the day before, went to his house to check on him. Ugh. Uh, his neighbour, who, all, you know, he visited his neighbour regularly. He was hanging out there the night before. His neighbour noticed noticed that John's car was still in the driveway... So you also decided to go check on him. So they sort of merged in the driveway, the co-worker and the neighbour, and they were like, this is strange, let's go check on him. Um, as the neighbour and co-worker approached the door, they noticed the blood <sighs> and luckily they just called the fucking police. Yeah, so yeah, good. fucking good. No. Good. Police arrived around 8am, so th- this was I think around 6am, if I remember correctly, that they realised he had not turned up for work. 8 Do you know what? really
2: fucked? I bet you it smelled delicious in that fucking
1: house. Oh, my God. Oh. I really doubt that. Know, it no, really would it would have. No, she was cooking eat, a roast. Eat, I'm never eating a stew again. Like, I'm never I'm not, eating
2: that's again. fucking disgusting. I'm, but that, it probably would have. Oh, there
1: was fuck. Been nice Can you imagine life? if oh you were the police and you opened the oh. door and you were like, oh, that smells
2: You'd never, good. honestly never be able to <gasps> eat a roast again. That even, smell oh. would fuck I never even
1: considered that. Stop. Stop now. Oh, my God. I'm going to peek. Okay, this was so much easier doing the research, but when I'm reading it out, it's actually making me feel sick. (laughs) Okay, it's hard to
2: believe this shit's real.
1: It is. It really, really is. That's why I chose it. Thank
2: fuck, she wasn't a serial killer. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. thank fuck. No, Jesus. Crazy. I think she had plenty of opportunities to kill people and she would have if they didn't escape.
2: The two Daves and the other John are fucking counting their lucky stars. Yeah, and that family
1: that she kidnapped and um, escaped at the petrol station. Yeah, I think they would have died if it wasn't for (sighs) police turning up. Okay, so they broke down the back door. Police found his body... Along with the comatose Catherine, there are tapes of the crime scene, all of which are classified, never to be released to the public. Yeah, no
2: shit, They would be unbelievably fucked up.
1: So, yeah, oh. I actually want
0: to see photos of it.
2: Though. Yeah, there are totally photos. Look, there I are definitely photos. We'd
0: find them. There
3: would
1: be some website out there that's oh, got them. Yeah, man. no, there are like photos. The steak I've and them. Website oh. is that still oh, around fuck. or something like that? You would find it on. Yeah, oh. no, whatever they've got that has been released, yeah, we'll find it. Okay, I have found a few.
2: Check uh, it out on our Facebook page <laughs> <laughs> no. and our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, our Instagram yeah. at <laughs> histories
1: of the fuck. Is it histories of the fuck? Okay, we'll yeah, yeah. stop now. That was correct. <laughs> okay, so having I think narrow- we've locked <laughs> our
2: name down now. We can pronounce fuck.
1: it. Everything's fucked. <laughs> this is fucked. Yeah. Okay, we're nearly done. We're nearly done.
2: So uh, yeah, good.
1: So having narrowly avoided death herself, um, it was three days before Catherine was deemed fit to be interviewed. I'm really glad she didn't die. So am I. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm so happy she didn't yeah. die. She did
0: not deserve to no, die. No. She
1: was um, interviewed by Detective Sergeant Wells. Wellsy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good old Wellesie. She told the detective she couldn't remember killing her partner. Oh, that old chestnut. Oh. Or the <laughs> shit show that followed. Yeah. Can't remember. And to this day she still claims to have no memory of the murder. So she's
2: still alive, eh? Oh, yeah. Man,
1: oh,
2: yeah. Was for some reason assumed she was dead. No. I don't know why. Nope,
1: she's still alive. Yeah, today. Right God Goddamn. Detective Sergeant Wells said... You interview a lot of people and you'll catch someone's eye and you'll know this person has just bullshitted me and that's how I felt about that interview. If she wants to take it to the grave of there, well, so be it. Knight- not much to hide. <laughs> Knight- no. Knight. <laughs> Knight initially pleaded not guilty and stood trial before New South Wales Supreme Court in Newcastle. But on the fourth morning of her trial, changed her plea to guilty, which thank fuck because her trial would have been a nightmare for For all of those people to go through. I mean, when it came to the jury, um, I don't know if they do this often, but they actually allowed the jury to decide whether they wanted to be on this case or not. Wow. And the majority, like almost all the jury went, nah, fuck this, see you later. Um, so they had to, like, build a whole new jury. So, like, it was a lot. It was a lot for people. Um, they also offered counselling to all the jury members. So, yeah. So she decides to change her plea to guilty. So there, there was no need for a trial in the end. Um, she was sentenced to life imprisonment. Good. Never to be released.
3: Good.
1: That's not enough. I would say bring in the death penalty for that. Do you know what? Living out your life in prison is pretty shit. I mean, I know Australian prisons are like a five-star hotel compared to say like an American prison. But she has to live with what she did she and just
2: like flay a few fingers or limbs and <laughs> oh let her live like that.
1: So she doesn't get kitchen juice. I duty. know what you mean. <laughs> because if this was someone I knew that she had done this to, I would I would be happy to see her die. But I just Oh the only God. good thing
2: about it is that he was dead and had no idea what was happening. But his family,
1: <sighs> he had four children. And yeah. Like, oh, that's horrible. So she's a four, um, a level four prisoner. She can only work in the grounds. Um, she cannot work in the grounds of the prison and has four guards on her at all times while working inside the prison making headphones.
2: So she's a very fucking expensive inmate. Oh, yeah.
1: Inmate, yeah, yep, she's an expensive. Um, High-profile inmate. Um, she appealed her sentence in 2006, but it was dismissed. <laughs> like fuck off, no way,
2: woman. There's no way. Dude, what you were what going was out. she even claiming? Like, that she straight up didn't do it. There was no. Yeah,
1: she still denies it to this day. That it didn't happen. Well, like yeah, she yeah. did not do it. It happened. It was someone else. She doesn't remember it, so it didn't happen. Huh. Um, so she's now
0: trying to use her charm and her manipula- manipulation methods, yeah, on a higher power.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not no working. Way. Sorry, mate, it ain't working. So yeah, that was dismissed. It had been it has been this year, twenty years since she murdered her de facto husband. And she is currently sixty four and will die in jail. Good.
2: It's fucking unreal though. There's so many warning signs that this woman was like first off in need of serious help. Someone. And then yeah. Totally oh yeah, psychotic. it was
1: it was incident like after it. incident after incident. And it was like, okay, sign yourself like, out of the mental hospital. You can
2: barely call it slipping through the cracks. It's like she just wanna say I don't yeah. think
1: the system think was, has failed yeah. her. I don't think the yeah. system would
0: have ever been able to help
1: her. As a sign of the times as well, I don't think in this day and age you would quite get as far as she did, but yeah. She
2: would have been removed from her parents.
1: Everything failed yeah, her. And she just turned out to be like just she's not even a human.
2: But goddamn, that is one of the most fucked up stories I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like, you just wouldn't believe that would be possible. Not finished. Fuck off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Detective Sergeant Wells, remember he was the one that like, went to the house, interviewed yep. her, did all that. Okay, so he retired from New South Wales Police Force in 2010. Um, he is still traumatised by that day and he still sees a psychologist for his PTSD.
2: Yeah, you just have to. He said... The psychologist would need to see a fucking psychologist. Yeah. Fucking the
1: psychologist would be that. like, oh, my God, how, I'm not allowed to talk about this, but I need to see a psychologist. Yeah. That's, like, that's <laughs> fucking
2: brutal, man. <laughs> um,
1: he said, it's never going to get any better, but you just need to keep on top of it.
2: You would if, have dreams of skin... Oh, yeah, I just uh, couldn't imagine it. Like That's fucked.
1: Oh, yeah, and he's seen everything and everything... Um, Not,
2: yeah, he's one of the only – hopefully he is like literally one of like five people ever to yeah, see something like that. Yeah.
1: he is a seasoned detective. Like he – when he turned up to this – He'd been briefed in the car on the way there but he was just like okay he you know nothing prepare just pay you for the No and then he walked in and he was like oh no wait this is beyond fucked this isn't your I'm normal just shit. Step out. Yeah that's nah, fucking, fucking couldn't straight do up. So um yeah there were several police who didn't long off af- um, who didn't last long after this particular case including one of the fingerprint guys who left the force immediately. He said that day and scene was enough for him.
2: Yeah mm. fair enough like fuck.
1: Yeah so apparently, John Chillingworth. Do we remember John Chillingworth? He was the he boyfriend was the, yeah. Yeah. before John Price. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he still visits her for their. You're son, a fuckhead. For their son's sake. Oh, no, that's not
0: for your son's for sake, the sake. That, of that is, the is children, oh no, for your son's sake. You would not
1: allow your son to have. Anything yeah. to
0: fucking do with her. Oh yeah, you sh- Idiot, should
1: mate. anyone who wants to look up what John Chillingworth has to say about his visits to Catherine go ahead and you would just be like, dude. And like
2: straight up, she's sixty fucking four. How old is this that kid? Could've... Like it's not for the sake yeah, of that's kid. It's it's it. Like, it's not a five um, year old.
1: That could have been you, mate. Like a f- he's okay. a fuckhead.
2: Should have been what
0: a wanker. No,
2: not really. No he reckons
1: better. he reckons she's doing well. She looks real old, but loves pottery classes and gets along really well with all the other women in there because they're they scared fucking, of her. Yeah,
2: don't want their ass to end up <laughs> in a frying pan.
1: Apparently, she's like the happiest and most relaxed she's ever been. No, well,
2: then that's fucked, isn't it? Stupid woman.
1: <laughs> okay, so okay, you may want to change your nickname because guess what they call her in prison.
0: What, it's not Cool Kate because that's mine. Nana, <laughs> <laughs> Nana. Nana.
2: Oh,
1: God. oh no, I'm not having that
2: one anymore. <laughs> it's like a respectful name of that's. You they know, all look up to her. Stuff. She
1: she breaks up fights. She talks to women and like calms them down before they turn to violence. She is seen as the grandma of the prison, and she's even respected by the guards. No, people are petrified her of her. People, has, that's all that is. She has. <sighs> She has a way about her, we can tell. From the, the men she kept reeling back in after stabbing them in the chest and making them run for her, their lives, she has a way with people. She has that charm and she has that side of her that people just fall for, even people who are in prison. Well,
2: they probably feel sorry for her. and Yeah, yeah. Little so, little yeah.
1: That's, oh, that's, that hell. is the story of Catherine Knight.
2: Yep, thank you, Sasha. Jeez. You are
0: forbidden from choosing stories again. <laughs>
2: like what do you do? Just like go, oh, I'm going to find the most vicious fucking brutal story. Yep,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> that is the oh. most fucked up shit I have heard It is in crazy. My life. It I is still, crazy.
2: Yeah, I just can't.
1: I want to go watch the movie now and watch the documentaries on her and then I just want to erase her from my brain.
2: I, I think feel- I'll be disturbed thinking about the smell. Forever.
1: I did not consider the smell until you said it. I was way too wrapped up in flayed bodies and I looked at the crime scene photos and it looks like a slaughterhouse oh, and it would have smelled
2: fucking beautiful though. Oh my god.
0: I just feel You did numb not just say that. Well it would have. i just I am completely lost for words about how I feel about that story. Yeah. To John Price's family, I am so sorry you had to go through that.
2: You'll yeah, yeah. Never
0: look at an abattoir worker the same.
2: Well, <laughs> arseless chaps.
0: When I'm oh going, when I'm going through Tinder, if I see in a description
1: abattoir worker, uh, I'm swiping left. N- 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 f- n- n- <laughs> next time you uh, you have your mother or your mother-in-law cook you a roast, just back
2: away. Or well, the next time your mother-in-law says. My daughter's gonna kill you, fucking
1: back away, back away. It's (laughs) always just slowly back the fuck away. Turn around, get on with your life. Do not fall for people's charm.
2: They all had a second chance, and they. If someone hits you
1: over the frying um, over the head with a frying pan, it's time to leave.
2: Yeah, well, my baby did. So can I leave him? (laughs) (laughs) Got me good.
1: With a frying pan. I was
2: holding it, and he pushed it into my face. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Which one did that? Corey. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, it I wasn't sure, that I significant. That's yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. No, yeah. Someone hits you in the head fit. with a frying pan. Back the fuck away. Nah. Yeah, because that's fucked.
2: Well, I don't even know how to. I mean, we should finish lightly, I guess. But god damn it, I do want bacon. I'm hungry.
1: I need a light-hearted something to I just um, wine, chocolate, speak. coffee. Cleanse my yes. brain. Yeah, more wine, some yeah. chocolate.
2: Drown those sorrows. God damn
1: Oh, my God. Let's hope there are no more Catherine Knights out there.
2: Oh, this is always.
1: They, oh, absolutely. I just don't understand what made her turn into a cannibal all of a sudden. It's well, not like she not? had a taste for human flesh before.
2: Just smelled so damn good. Do you I'm
1: think sorry, it's just like. how she cooked it. <laughs> it's, oh
2: Compliments God. to the chef.
1: Is this nah, actually, she probably didn't,
2: didn't. Even the dog couldn't eat it, so.
1: Oh yeah, no. I, oh, don't we oh, taste God. like chicken?
2: Yeah, apparently. But yeah. everything fucking tastes like. Yeah, chicken. but yeah, when you've true. been
1: stabbed thirty-seven times, maybe the meat goes. Thirty-seven.
2: Tough. So I don't think I don't remember you saying the number. That's I did. What? Yeah, yes, oh, she did. Right. She
1: was. Yeah, he was stabbed thirty-seven times. In amongst times. all the
2: uh, skinning and cooking,
1: he was long dead before she finished yeah. stabbing him.
2: Stabby mixed face,
1: which stabby mixed
0: which isn't quite isn't a is a lot, but isn't a lot when you think about <laughs> the, how much rage the yeah, kind but can of you imagine person the she effort? Is.
1: That's like a workout. You but that's chasing the thing for someone her. She's around in the her whole life. She also Saving supposedly had a back injury.
2: She probably didn't want to wreck her skin yeah. too much and.
1: Yeah, she needed Spoiled to the skinning, meat, remember? Oh, I'm just Oh my god. I, I wonder just, oh. I do wonder did she plan the skinning and the cooking she and all up that? Planned that because shit. She she definitely ready. planned to kill him and herself.
2: Yeah. No, nah, but she planned that shit.
1: Maybe that um 60 minute round trip to the ATM and back. Got her thinking like she was hungry or yeah, something. Yeah, why 60 minutes? I'm sure there would have been a closer ATM. I think it was what's the like semi, of going to the- semi-rural, I guess back then that was the closest ATM. Maybe that was the closest, maybe you had to use your own bank's ATM or something. But yeah, 60-minute round trip. So she had a lot of time to plan. Whether her plans had already been made or that was when she was planning her next move. Did she was not ready to well. cook a
2: motherfucker. Oh she was God. buying potatoes and fucking veggies.
1: I feel oh our
0: next God. five episodes just need to be on people that have lost their dogs or something to
1: No, no not dog eat.
0: Get over No, you know, just missing dogs so we oh, can just read dogs. out missing dog notices oh, or something. <laughs> <laughs> because I am traumatized. Sorry. Should we just read by everyone's, by everyone's horoscope? I, by I, what? Uh, yes. Is it my turn next week? Your turn next week.
2: No. No, it's you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're no, uh, Well, my one's not scary. It's um, very, very interesting. Very it's interesting. It's fucking mega fucked up. Like it sounds like it's um, just from a sci-fi movie, but it's like fully documented. It totally happens. It's crazy.
0: I better start researching my thing
2: then. Uh, do you know what you're doing? No. Oh, know <laughs> yeah, I've got about six lined up. I've got, fucking I've ready got go. a couple
0: of things lined up. I think I'm going to do my light hearted. Yeah
1: Story I need to slow my roll Because I've got a lot Lined up already You are a
0: psychic And I feel I need to Back away from our friendship A little bit <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared
1: You'll be fine <laughs> Just don't piss me off Or I'll hit you over the head With a frying pan
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh god Make some bum cakes Oh my god <laughs> How do
1: you end a podcast That's just so you don't. Fucking out you there don't. You don't Take
2: care people we'll Be safe life. Yeah
1: Stay away from uh, frying pans, like if Boding you want like a light-hearted episode,
2: just listen to the next one. You'll be good. We got to plug our shit. Okay, go. So like, no one's a Patreon member yet. No one. I'm done. All right, so you can get a Patreon for three dollars, and you can be pretty fucked, or you can be officially fucked for five bucks. All right, so be officially fucked. Team fucked is coming later on. Sasha, you're looking at me like I should be saying that. <laughs> By now, this is what episode four, so I'm assuming.
1: We have one listener.
2: We would have already had a listener <laughs> and given away our t shirt. But if we haven't, then the first subscriber to Patreon gets a free team fucked t shirt. So go and get fucked. <laughs> get fucked. Oh my God. <laughs> that's how we end this yeah.
1: podcast. <laughs> uh,
2: done. <laughs> oh my God. Like, seriously, should we?
1: I feel like I that's feel rude. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but, I mean, compared to, like, the I arseless chaps and the other sort of bullshit that we just <laughs> I, said in this episode, people the... either can deal with us or they fucking have turned off.
1: I really don't know if the rest of the world sees our humour as humour. We wouldn't be the only ones <laughs> I feel no. like they listen to us and go, you guys are really fucking rude and insensitive.
2: No. I love the arseless man.
1: Oh my you God. could call this
2: story the arseless chap.
1: He still has oh. children that struggle to deal with this to this day and you're joking about arseless chaps.
2: Chap. There's not, there wasn't two of them. There was just one guy.
1: Arseless. Oh, my God. The arseless God. chap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is fucked. This is definitely yeah. a history of the fucks. Yeah. yeah.
2: So we have a finishing before this anyway. So gonna we're going to have good.
1: so much fun <laughs> editing this one.
2: <laughs> I'm leaving all that in. Man. There's
1: so much inappropriate stuff in this podcast. This
2: whole fucking podcast is inappropriate. Absolutely. And just like you know, the police and people in the field, you got to laugh about it because it's that fucked up. Like it's not that I'm being that
0: unbelievably disrespectful. Fucked
2: up. Like I'm not really being disrespectful. Like I, that's horrible shit that they're all going through. And as a counsellor, I would personally help their children, and I wouldn't joke about their asshole's father. Oh my god! <laughs> god. Uh, I can't oh help god. it. I'm sorry. Alright We're done We are done We are done There's no far there's far no happy done. ending to this yeah, Fucking there's, Sasha
1: There's no good way to this end this Thanks terrible. Catherine This is terrible
0: This is a sad sign off
1: This is the story of Catherine Knight <laughs> Bye Bye <laughs> <laughs>